Welcome back to Choose Your Next Yes. I'm your host, Dr. Mel Vandevort. Before I get started on the actual episode, I want to thank you all so much. Today is my 100th episode that I have recorded and published, and I am just super thankful for all of you that listen, that come back week after week, and listen to everything that I have to say. I hope that I am helping you in some way. I try to be very spirit-led in my conversations, and every topic, I hope, is what God is wanting me to tell you. And again, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you so much for my 100 episodes. Today, I'm going to do something a little bit different for you guys. I had someone reach out to me who is basically a franchise expert, and our conversation was so great that I ended up breaking it into two segments. And so today's segment is segment number one, and we're going to be talking about how to run a side business while you keep your current job. So if you're ready to transition, but you can't just like walk away from your current job, you still have to have an income. Giuseppe is going to talk to you about that today. So today I have Giuseppe Grammatico. He is a franchise veteran who simplifies that process of franchising, and he excels at guiding his candidates to the model that best suits them. His greatest joy is helping people realize the American dream and sharing the freedom that comes from franchising. Franchising has allowed Giuseppe to enjoy the freedom so many people hope for, and he's going to share his expertise about that process. And I know many of you are probably curious about what franchising looks like. I have always been curious about franchising, so I'm super excited to have Giuseppe here with us today to kind of give us a little rundown on that and maybe answer some questions that you've had. So without further ado, I would like to introduce Giuseppe Grammatico. Are you in a new season of your life? Are you stuck and searching for clarity so you can make a career change? Do you just need the courage to switch careers? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your career? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a career transition coach, mom of grownups, coffee lover, and God girl. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. This led to stress and anxiety and a lack of clarity and courage to make a career move. I finally started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and stopped being scared to make a move and achieve my career transition goals. Now, my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the career you've always wanted and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and find courage to pursue your personal and professional goals in your midlife and beyond. Throw down your self-doubt, dust off your dreams, kindred, it's time to reset and refine and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. Good morning, Giuseppe. Welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. Thanks, Dr. Mel. I was uh, looking forward to it. Uh, it's been uh, really exciting and uh, looking forward to, to diving into today's topic. Yes. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're located, and give us a little bit of a rundown on what you're here to talk to my audience about today. Yeah. So Giuseppe Grammatico, that's a, that's a mouthful. First generation. Um, it's Italian for Joseph or for anyone that wonders where, where the name came from. And uh, born and raised in New Jersey, 
uh, grew up in the family business. We owned a, a restaurant and uh, still still live in the in the state. And um, you know, throughout the years, uh, loved investments. I, I became a corporate executive for one of the larger uh, banks out there. Uh, got married to, to my beautiful wife. Have two children. And um, you know, the the one one piece missing was just hated my my career. You know, I lo- loved business and and just re- restaurants had some rough hours and really wanted uh, something to where I could own uh, and run on my own. But said, you know what? Let me let me let me try the corporate route. Uh, financially, it was very rewarding, but the the uh, commute and hours were really long. So I decided uh, that wasn't a good fit and uh, worked with a business coach and. Bought my first franchise back in, uh, we'll say, uh, around beginning of 2007, and life has been uh, very different since then, in, in in a good way. And my uh, my really my 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 uh, goal in life, my my mission is to really help people to educate them on the other possibility of business ownership, the the thing where people always talk about, but many just never actually move forward with. So I, I get to really do what I'm passionate about and and help people either make that leap or decide not to because for for whatever reason. So I uh, became an educator. I've been doing this uh, for, for many years, just helping people all over the country. Yeah, exactly. And that's it, finding your passion. And that's exactly what my audience likes to, I mean, that's why they're here. They right. are looking for a way to or I guess an outlet for their passion and owning their own business may be one of those passions that they've always had. And now is like the perfect time for them to step into that passion role and move forward. So I'm super excited that you're here to give us a little bit of a rundown on franchising and help my audience to make a decision on whether it's right for them or not. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, p- passion is uh we could do just a, a whole show in passion if you don't mind if we kind of even touch on that on that uh topic. Absolutely. Uh, so, so this is so a franchise is a business. It, it's really a franchise is is something with a proven business model. There there's still going to be risks. It's it's still an investment obviously. Um but uh you own it 100%. They're in every industry, every in, in every investment. So um, I don't want to spend too much time just on what it is. More, more for the people that are looking for for something else, right? We we had talked about passion, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are in a job, and maybe they like the job, but they want to do something else. Uh, maybe they hate their job and they just they just want out, or or were recently laid off. Those are kind of the three different areas. Yes, and we we really like to educate and empower people, letting them know that there are options out there. If you have that job, you don't have to quit the job to start a business, whether it's a franchise or not. There are businesses built for to be built on the side, like a, a franchise will have those businesses and have some pr- proven uh, systems in place to help you run the business while you keep your job. So whether it be a side hustle, a side business, whether you're looking to career pivot, career change, there there are those options. And there's no right or wrong. It's really about a, a transitionary period. So I decided to quit my job on Wall Street and dive into that business. But at the same time, I was married. Or I am married, still married. Uh, <laughs> but my wife, my uh, I had to be clear there. My, yes, my, exactly. My, my my wife was working at the time, so we had an income coming in, and maybe you know, yes. an, another person's situation. There's no income coming in, so. Uh, so I was lucky there that I was able to do that, but you do not have to leave. I guess my point is you don't have to leave your job 
and there are affordable options and side businesses you can run. Passion is is the one that, in my opinion, causes there's some confusion there, and and I'll just tell you from from experience. I'm not kind of giving advice from just what I've learned and talking to other people. So mm-hmm. my passion was uh, was soccer at the time, you know, and still is. And I thought that I, I so I said passion soccer equals business and soccer. Um, you know, it, it, when I was younger, it was video games. When I was uh, you know in my teens and early years of college, so yes, I actually tried at, tried working at a, a video game um, as a, as an intern. You know, many many moons ago, and found out that was the fastest route to kill my passion because. I was in the industry, which was the the thing I liked doing to decompress after work. That was my my passion, right. but what I enjoyed. So, and to be very clear, I'm not saying if you if your passion is either or, you can't get into those businesses or those jobs. My point was that the the passion piece was my, was was the thing to to get away from, like get away from work, not you know just exactly relax. So, in a soccer, just say franchise. It's you're not playing soccer. You are in the retail business. You're stocking shelves, and there's there's turnover, and there's hours, weekends, and holidays. So the way it was explained to me by um, I don't have a, an individual mentor, just people that I've worked with over the years was, what is your your why? Like what what do you truly enjoy? Mm-hmm. And, and so my why is my family to travel with them. I love soccer. So they said, look at it this way. And this was this was my aha moment. If you can figure out a way, a vehicle, whether that be a, a, a job that requires very little work or, or hours or a business with systems in place, but if you can figure out a way for the business to run on its own, so you're working on that business, allowing you to travel with your family and go to those stadiums that I've been dying to go to in, in Europe, especially in, in Italy, um, which is my you know dream is to, to go to a few of those games. That will help fuel that passion because now you are able to go to those events and not actually be in that business. So that was my aha moment. Again, it's going to be different for everyone, but I do like to really kind of educate people and say there are options out there. And if you're truly unhappy, explore, you know, take a look at business ownership and you can just get your, your feet wet. Doesn't have to be anything major. See how things go and eventually have that business take over as your your full-time venture and, and and you don't have to report to someone every day. Exactly. And I am very much on figuring out your why first. Why do you want to do this? So you always have to define your why before you move into the what and the how. Right. Because if you don't know your why, the what and the how are not going to come very easily. And when you said that you wanted to own it and be able to remove yourself from it and still it be successful without you. In my side hustle, what I do as an instructional designer and consultant for um, a company in the area where I live, that is one of our workshops is, are you an owner or a manager? And you don't want to be a manager. You want to be the owner. And then you want somebody else to be the manager and take care of that day-to-day stuff. Absolutely. You want to remove yourself. And what happens is when you remove yourself, you get a different viewpoint. You take a step back and say, great, I see the whole entire picture. I'm not just in marketing today and then customer service. You see the big picture. You start to see inefficiencies. You start to fix certain problems in the business. When I hired my general manager, I took a step back and I'm like, wow, this is glaring right in right in front of me. These are some issues we fixed immediately. And I also doubled the size of our, not the business itself, the revenue, the uh, the territory. I bought another territory because I said, now that we fix these three little issues, 
now we can you know expand and, and take over the whole state. So uh, absolutely, you, you think clearly, you become more creative. And I know we're fast forwarding towards the end, but always have to have the end in mind. And the end in mind was a, a just a ten year exit. Uh, the more removed you are from the business and the less involved, you're going to get a higher multiple and a higher valuation at the end of the day because. You know, at the end of the day, you may want to sell, and that's that's going to be part of maybe your retirement if there's resale value there. But the more removed you are, the more you'll get uh, for the underlying business. Absolutely, and actually, I even have some resources for exactly what you're saying. We uh, have basically it's a freedom score or a value builder score okay. for the business that I work for on the side, and you can take this little quiz, and it will tell you what your Basically, your exit score is, and the higher your score, the more in line you will be to make an exit that's profitable for you. I hear you definitely. I'll mention one other thing before because I'm I'm helping someone um, who I've known for many many years as we speak, and we jumped into businesses. He didn't know what route and this and that, and I said, "Stop. Let's go to the very beginning." So yes, we you know there's a process of figuring out the business and what that looks like, but. My biggest piece of advice, and this is more um, putting my Dr. Phil hat on right over here and just saying, what what are we missing here? You need to communicate that with anyone that you're affiliated with. Specifically, we'll, we'll start with your immediate family, especially if you're, you know, if you have children, you know, you're, you're married, not married, but there, there's going to be multiple people involved. You need to let people know things are going to be a little bit busy, especially if you're just starting a side business or leaving your job, but letting them know, first off, getting approval, right? If you're, if you are your spouse or significant other, whoever's involved, you want to let them know what's going on, especially if there's a, an investment, a large investment that's going to be made or any investment. And then letting them know that I'm going to be busy the first year, but why I'm doing this is to create this time freedom, this financial freedom for us. These are some things I want to. So I think that's something that's missed, especially when I speak with someone and they're significant other are, are not on the call. I'll, I always say, let's reschedule this, have them come back on because I want to make sure all parties are comfortable before yes. moving on. And that's yeah, a, you are, yeah. you are very much validating exactly <laughs> what I say to my ladies and, or anybody who's listening to right. my show um, to definitely, when you are wanting to start something like that, you definitely have to have everybody on board because it's going to be an uphill battle if it's just you by yourself and you are not partnered with the people who are closest to you. 100%. And I think that's uh, because ultimately the business takes off. There's going to be so much you know, friction there and it just, it's not going to be an enjoyable ride. So let everyone know. For me, it was a little easier. It was just my wife. The, the kids were on the way. So um, we found that actually my wife was pregnant three days after I started my first business. Uh, so that was my my why is I, I had to make this work, right? Baby on the way, mm-hmm. starting a family. So, but uh, yeah, letting people know, don't be nervous. You'll be shocked that like, that's great. We knew you maybe weren't happy with your job or you wanted something else. And you'll be surprised how many people will raise their hand and say, how can I help? What do you need from us during this period? Whether right. it be personally watching the kids or professionally, you know, I can answer the phone for, for you if you have a meeting or that kind of thing. So- Right. Um, And most of my audience, they are getting ready to either transition completely into into being an empty nester or they already are an empty nester. So they really, this is their time to really make that leap. And pivoting would be so much easier at this point because it really is going to only be either you or you and your spouse or you and your boyfriend. And you need to really get them on board 
but you also don't have to worry about the whole family dynamic to kind of get in the way for lack of a better way of saying it. So the soccer practices in the middle of the day and games. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So you can be a little bit more focused, obviously, on the on the business and and really just focus on it, whether it be full time, part time, whatever, whatever the case may be. There are options for for everyone. And I always say, why not bet on yourself, right? You only live once, get educated, get informed, you do the research to see what's out there. I am, uh, there's a term I used to call it maybe tough love. Maybe that's not the, the best term for it, but I'm very direct when people contact me and say, well, I, I heard on a podcast that if you buy one of these franchises, you can't lose money. And I said, no, you, you can. Let, let's just set the expectation to what it is. It, it's a business on training wheels. Mm-hmm. It's a business with, with uh, you're going to get a ton of support. You're going to get other franchises you can work with if that's what you're looking for. And that um, that fit, you know, as far as, and I think we're going to talk about this later, uh, is not for everyone. Um, you right. have autonomy, but you need to follow a system. That's the the value proposition of any franchise. So, So we had talked a little bit about this part of our conversation being a little bit focused on maybe some funding options to franchise. So can you maybe dig into that just a little bit in the last few minutes that we have together? Sure. So where a lot of people assume franchises cost millions of dollars, they're looking at these big food franchises. Uh, franchises are going to range uh, under uh, under 100 to the millions. Uh, a lot of home service brands may only be a couple hundred thousand, depending on how you structure it and, and that. So uh, but as, as far as funding options go, you don't need millions of dollars and you don't need all the money up front. So for the most part, what people don't realize is where you can get access to the money. So we'll go down some some quick uh, some quick options. Number one, everyone's real estate, it seems, is, is going up. So if you own a home, home equity lines of credit uh, can easily be obtained. They're also great to have with any business just in case you need some uh, you know, you're behind on some payments. Getting behind, meaning vendors are, are behind. You need to pay some employees or last minute changes. It's always good to have for an emergency reserve. You can also fund your business. Uh, second, for those people that have left their, their job uh, or are transitioning out, you can use retirement. We could spend a whole show there, but basically it's called a Rob's uh, Retirement uh, Rollover for Business Startup. And you can use uh, traditional IRAs, old 401ks. If you leave your job, your, your previous employer's 401k to fund uh, that business. Uh, no penalties or anything like that. It's done, it's structured via a C corporation. And then um, the SBA, SBA will will do lending as well, government-backed loans. Maybe you're looking at 20 to 30% of the project costs that you'll be placing as a down payment. Now you can access your, your equity. You can access your retirement. You can even u- uh, utilize non-retirement investments and take a loan on your money, keeping in mind if the market goes south and your portfolio goes south, there could be a margin call. So speak with your financial advisor there. So my point in that was, and there's a whole list of others, there are plenty of options. So I always recommend whether we're working together or not contacting a funding company that offers multiple products and services. Um, we use a company by the name of Fran Fund. They recommend products in their wheelhouse, you know, that they that they sell, and products outside their wheelhouse. So you get a full picture of all your funding options. That's amazing. I did not realize there were as many options as you just mentioned, especially using some of your retirement accounts to help transition into a franchise option. And so that is 
like there's just so much that I didn't know. And so uh, I am definitely not the person to speak to, but Giuseppe is definitely somebody that could help you out and hook you up and get you going. So as always, I will have his information in the show notes. Wow, that was so much to digest. And I learned a lot in just that short amount of time. And this was just part one. Come back on Monday and I will have part two of my amazing conversation with Giuseppe. In part two, we're going to talk about creating a safety net in the event of a job layoff or if you're ready to leave your job and transition so you can protect your business and yourself. Also, don't forget about the Work-Life Balance Summit. I will have that link in the show notes as well. We have some amazing speakers and you are not going to want to miss this wonderful event. It is happening on October 21st. It's a full day live virtual event and there are so many breakout sessions. It's amazing. You just can come and listen and just soak in all of the great information. We have something for everyone. This is not just for one audience. We have leadership. We have health. We have so many different things that you can choose from. So don't forget to get registered for that as soon as possible. 